Hi, and welcome to the new Feminine Revolution podcast. This is a space for women who want to live with deep self-love, personal responsibility, and purpose. I am your host, Carolina Zuleta, and I'm an expert in helping women create extraordinary lives. I'm excited to have you join us. Hi, this is episode three of the New Feminine Revolution, and I am thrilled to be with all of you today. So um, today I'm going to get a little vulnerable with you guys. And the reason why is because I believe that when we share authentically what's going on with our lives, we serve the most powerfully other people. And that is part of my purpose. So today's lesson is good for all of us, but especially if you are feeling that you're holding back on something. It can be that you're wanting to lose weight and you keep sabotaging yourself. You start a diet and you quit. Or it can be like you're wanting to take the next step in your career and you're procrastinating, looking for jobs, applying, completing your resume. Or you have this big dream of starting your own business and you just keep postponing it. This is good for anything that is holding you back in life. And it's also really good to just live a wonderful, extraordinary life. When I say I'm going to get a little bit uh, vulnerable is because I want to share that for many years I had a battle with trying to lose weight, starting a diet, not following through. And I always thought that it was because I didn't have enough willpower. So I felt very ashamed and sad and like, oh, you know, I, I'm not good at this. I won't be able to ever do it. Until I had a, this wonderful teacher and, and she told me, it's like, what you're trying to lose weight by white knuckling it, like just by pushing through and using all of your willpower and that will take you so far but what you need to learn is how to ease into that and the way you do that is by taking really good care of yourself of your emotional being honestly when she told me that I did not fully believe her because we are so bombarded with like the ultimate you know the diet that you have to do and exercise and all that and I was like there's no way no way that I can lose the weight and like stop this battle with food in an easy way. This is hard. Nevertheless, you know, every time I have a great teacher, I pay attention. And I started paying attention to what it means to take really good care of myself. And there are many components of, 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 of taking really good care of ourselves. But one of the most important is to taking care of our emotional being. So emotions are something that we all experience every single day at all the time there's not a moment we're not feeling that said there's been like in you know there's so many things in our culture that are telling us that we shouldn't feel right like oh don't bring your emotions at work or you know little girls don't cry like that or boys can't express their fear because they're cowards right so there we've been receiving all these messages throughout our entire lives that we've learned to suppress our emotions this podcast is really a yay emotions. They're so important. They serve us so well. And the only way that can we can really, you know, fulfill our potential, achieve all of our dreams is by learning how to manage our emotions. Because if we're not managing our emotions, most likely that our emotions are managing us. To make this a little bit more concrete, there are so many emotions, right? There's like, I don't know, hundreds probably of words that we use to express what we're feeling. But what the literature shows is that there's like five primary emotions that make up all the other emotions. And those five primary emotions are fear, 
anger, sadness, hurt, and joy. If you've seen the movie Inside Out of Disney, they, they use the primary emotions. They have one more that is discussed, but I'm not going to talk that much about that one in this podcast. Each of the primary emotions is in us for a reason. So what I want to do now is talk about these five primary emotions and share with all of you that each emotion has a purpose. And when we're in our power, we that purpose serves us. When we give our power away, that emotion can actually hurt us. So I'm going to go one by one. So let's start with fear. So fear, the purpose of fear is to protect us from danger. So when we're in our power, fear is what is the compass that is telling us, like, do not walk down that dark alley, you know, or don't get in that lake. There might be alligators, right? It's it's showing us and pointing us where we can get hurt. Now, when we give our power away, fear, what it does, it paralyzes us. It controls us because fear also shows up when we're living at our edge, when we're going for something that is out of our comfort zone. So if we don't know how to manage fear in those moments, then we won't continue to grow and actually achieve the things that we want in our life. Now let's look, for example, at hurt. We know, all of us know what it is to get physically hurt, right? Like we're playing baseball, a ball hits us, it hurts, we get a bruise. And hurt or physical pain, it serves us to say, oh, there's something wrong, right? Like, you, there's something that is hurting you, that is causing you pain. Well, emotional hurt is the same. When someone says something that hurts our feelings, it's because they're causing us pain. And, and, and it's a signal to say, okay, you need to do something about it. You need to like heal this. You need to protect as well. So hurt is really good because it, it shows us like, okay, I need some attention here, right? There's something I need to heal. But when we give our power away, hurt just becomes self-pity. And if you listen to the podcast number two, Reclaim Your Power, you can hear all about victimhood. And, and hurt can easily become victimhood, like poor me and, and I'm giving my power away because I'm hurting so much. But when we are empowered, we see hurt and what we know is like, oh, there's a part of me that is calling my attention and needs that I heal it and I can do that. Let's talk about sadness. So sadness comes when we've lost something that is important to us, when we've lost a pleasure. So sadness is simply the way we express that loss. And when we are in our power and we allow ourselves to experience that sadness, it heals us. Like eventually that, you know, pain of losing someone or something that is important to us, like gets healed fully. On the other way, if we are giving our power away, sadness can overtake us. And again, like leave us with like, you know, no chance of healing. It's just more like it's hijacking us and we're at the mercy of sadness. And we just like become, you know, this person that can't find joy or can't um, really recover from that. So it doesn't mean that sometimes sadness, when really bad things happen, it takes a while. We'll stay in mourning and sadness for a while, and that's actually healthy and good. But I'm talking about people who are just like permanently sad, and then they start getting paralyzed and not really going for, for what they want. I'm not talking about clinical depression. That is something that I actually, I'm not a doctor. I don't know that much. 
I'm talking about sadness as a normal human being. Then there is um, anger. So anger has had a very bad reputation. But anger, when we're in our power, it actually is like a very powerful emotion. It's what gets us into action, right? Like if you see some of the most important activists of our world, they were motivated by anger. Like I'm not going to tolerate more, you know, slavery or I'm not going to tolerate more that women are oppressed. And that anger, they use it in a very positive way. When we give our power away, anger becomes reactive and then we say the things that we don't want to say or we physically can attack and hurt other people and even murder other people. But it's a very powerful emotion that if we know how to be with it and use it, it can propel us to take action. And then joy, right? Joy is the expression that we are enjoying life. And when we're in our power, we allow that to come to us. And actually, we enjoy little things. We live in gratitude. We appreciate every moment. And when we give our power away, it almost like we cut joy or we make it wrong. Or if we feel it, we immediately suppress it and say, I shouldn't feel that. So again, the five primary emotions, sadness, hurt, fear, anger, and joy, they all serve a purpose. But when we're in our power, we can benefit from that purpose. When we give our power away, then that emotion can hurt us. So it's very important that we're mindful of, you know, managing the emotion and not that the emotion is managing us. So a lot of people tell me like, but like, how? What is the difference? Like, how do I know I'm giving my power away? And one of the things is like, when I'm experiencing the emotion... It feels very raw and a lot of the times it feels very uncomfortable. You know, four of those five emotions for most people are uncomfortable to feel. Uh, Anger, hurt, sadness or fear. Although I've met people that it's very uncomfortable for whom it's very uncomfortable to feel joy as well. So it may feel uncomfortable. But you know you're in your power because you experience the emotion and you feel some release on the other side of it. Versus... When you get hijacked by the emotion, the emotion just gets bigger and bigger. So maybe one of you can relate that, you know, someone said something at work and you felt hurt and then you felt anger by what this person said. And then you're driving home and you just keep thinking and then you start adding other things that that person has said in the past. And then you start creating this massive experience and then the anger is even bigger and bigger and bigger and you almost don't know what to do with it. That is when you get hijacked by the emotion. Your mind just keeps making what happened bigger. So the emotion feels way bigger and overwhelming. When we feel it, we're like, okay, we we can name it. That's one of the ways of managing. We can say, I'm angry right now, or I'm hurt right now, or I'm sad. And then we know how to properly express it. For some people, it can be through exercise. For other people, it can be talking with someone else. For someone, it can be punching pillows. Or sometimes, if it's sadness or hurt, it's just getting in bed and, like, you know, holding ourselves and, and really, you know, just being present to it. But the first step, you know, in, a, in feeling emotions is to become aware that we have them. So, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, we are bombarded with messages that are telling us that emotions are wrong and that that reason is more important. 
So, which is not true, actually. Like, if we didn't have emotions, we couldn't make decisions. Uh, there's studies that show that people who have the part of the brain that expresses their emotion, like, hurt, and they, they, they can't feel, it can take them hours to, to choose what pair of socks they're going to wear. So, emotions helps us actually be present and make decisions. But most of them, most of us numb them. So, the first step, again, is to learn how to feel the emotions. And the way you do it is by you just stop whatever you're doing. You put your phone away, you put your computer away, and you take a couple of deep breaths and you start noticing what is happening in your body. Because the emotions are expressed through our body. So you start paying attention to what, are you feeling like your stomach? Is there something going there on your chest, on your shoulders, on your head, on your throat? You just notice the sensations, the physical sensations. And you keep taking deep breaths, deep breaths. And that's the way you start connecting to your emotions. A lot of us don't want to feel those emotions because they're uncomfortable, right? Like feeling anger is not fun or feeling hurt or sadness. It's not, it's not comfortable. It's very uncomfortable. So what we do is like we numb ourselves. So we see it all the time and all of us numb, like to a certain degree, we, we all kind of like need to numb to be, you know, kind of like doing the things we do in our life. But the problem is that we're over numbing. So what do I mean by numbing? We watch TV for hours and hours. We overeat, which was what I would do instead of feeling my sad or my hurt or my fear, I would instead go and get ice cream or go and eat whatever so I wouldn't be connected to my uh, emotions. Um, so we numb by our, using our phones all the time by, you know, think about it. You're in a restaurant the, with having dinner with someone, that person steps up and goes to the bathroom and you feel a little bit of discomfort. A lot of people just pull out their phones. We check Facebook 100 times a day so we don't feel we we play little games on our on our phones or our computers so we numb what we're actually feeling inside. And the problem with numbing is that the emotion is not healed, it's still there and it's going to start running our life instead of us managing it. That's why I'm saying it's so key that we stop and breathe and connect with what we're feeling and express it appropriately. So other people say, you know, Caro, and I hear this a lot, like, I don't want to get in touch with my emotions because I'm scared of what might happen. So someone who's scared of getting in touch with their anger, they're hurt, they're scared that if they really connect to their anger, they're going to hurt someone and they don't want to do that. Or if someone connects with their sadness, I've heard this so many times, like, I'm scared that if I start crying, I'll never stop. Well, Yes, you need to be mindful of how you're expressing it. I'm not saying like you feel anger, so go and you get get a bat and hurt all the cars in the street. But maybe you can go for a run or maybe you can punch some pillows or maybe you can go somewhere where you can just like yell and scream and get it out of your system. Because if we again, because if we're not expressing those emotions, then we're, those emotions are managing us. But the key thing here is, I believe that all of us, all of us, all of you that are listening and me and every person in this planet, we have within us enough resources to feel our emotions. And we must remember that on the other side of the uncomfortable emotions, there's always 
joy and love and freedom. Maybe you've had the experience that you've sat and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried and then all of a sudden like you feel this release and you feel lighter and maybe the sadness is not as powerful or the hurt is not as big. Because on the other side of the uncomfortable emotions, there's always joy, there's always uh, freedom and this like lighter sensation and love. So I, you know, Glennon Doyle Melton, which is the author of The Love Warrior, shared that she went to this yoga class and in in that yoga class, like she, it was the first time she confronted her emotions. So even, she didn't even do yoga, she sat on her mat and she cried and cried and experienced all the emotions. And when she finished, her teacher came and said, told her like, this is the path of the warrior. And I thought that was so beautiful because it definitely requires a lot of our courage to experience our emotions. But we all have that courage. And when we face that fear of feeling our emotions on the other side, we always experience joy and happiness and freedom. I also was reading the book Option B um, by Sheryl uh, Sandberg. And, and she was talking about, if you don't know what a book is about, is she lost her husband two years ago, and, and it's about mourning. And with mourning, there's so many emotions that come up, of course, right? It's like losing someone that we, that we love is one of the big, hardest things to go through. But she had this beautiful thing that is she taught her kids to honor their emotions. And to honor their emotions means to feel them when they show up. And create the space so you can express them and be with yourself. So that's what I want to invite you, all of you today, is to start connecting to your emotions and realizing how beautiful and serving they can be because they can heal you when you are in control of them. They don't control you. Actually, like not learning how to manage our emotions is the number one barrier for living an extraordinary life, for achieving our potential, for achieving our goals. So I want to invite all of you to go in the path of a warrior, to start honoring your emotions every day and taking such good care of yourself that the hard things will start feeling easy because you are caring for your emotions. So to connect back to the story that I shared at the beginning, I started practicing that, taking really good care of my emotions. And all of a sudden, the pounds started to drop. Food wasn't as appealing or I didn't have this conflict. And I've been able to sustain that for years now, which is incredible because I could do a diet for a couple of months, but then I would go back. But this new relationship with food where I'm like, hmm, it's food that is nourishing my body, but it's not food that is nourishing my emotions is is been the most fun thing I just like I've shared with you guys I had a baby and I think you know a month and a half maybe even two months I was back in my normal weight and it wasn't because I dieted or did any exercise it was because it was just my healthy relationship with myself food wasn't that enticing I didn't need it to to numb because I was being present and I've been learning and practicing being present with what I feel so practical way of doing it get your phones out put an alarm several times a day you know you can put it every two hours every hour whatever you want and every time the alarm goes write down what you think you're feeling is it sadness is it hurt is it joy is it anger is it fear is it all of them is it three of them and notice also 
when you go like, ooh, blank, I'm feeling okay. Okay is not a feeling. Fine, I'm fine. Fine is not a feeling. Try to name it with one of those five primary emotions. And at the beginning, it may be hard because you've been taught to not feel. But if you continue practicing every day, every day, taking notice of what you're feeling multiple times a day, you're going to start connecting it. And you also start noticing like, oh, wow, I feel my anger this way. It feels like, you know, a warmth in my chest or I feel fear like an emptiness in my stomach. So that way you'll start knowing, okay, I'm having this physical experience that must mean that I'm feeling this emotion. Another way of doing it is the opposite you know, start paying attention, like I'm numbing myself right now. Why am I checking Facebook for the fifth time in the in a row? What is it that I'm feeling? Why am I going for that ice cream? Is it because I want to enjoy it and it sounds delicious? Or is it because I'm feeling something and I don't want to experience it right now? Why am I going through the drive through of Chick-fil-A instead of going home and preparing a healthy meal? Is it because I want to enjoy this food or because I'm having emotions and I don't want to connect with them? So those are two ways that you can start in the path of the warrior. One is paying attention to what you're feeling multiple times a day. And the other one is noticing when you're numbing and telling yourself, reminding yourself, oh, that must mean that I'm having emotions that I'm not paying attention to. Now, I would love to hear from you. Number one, I would love to hear what do you think would be possible in your life if you learn how to manage your emotions, if fear no longer paralyzed you, if hurt didn't make you to want to hide from other people, what would change? What would be beautiful and amazing because you're honoring your emotions? So send me an email, info at carolinazuleta.com. I would love to hear from you. Also remember that I'm on a mission to transform the lives of a million women. So if you like today's lesson, please share it with your mom, your sisters, your friends, your coworkers, any other woman you think could benefit from hearing this information. I'm sending you all my love and stay tuned for more life lessons next Monday. Bye. <music>